Hello, my lovelies. It's Wednesday. It's a good day. Wednesday. When the next day. When the next day. Anywho, what is this fourth falling from the sky? Welcome. Um, I've been out for a while because I was on vacation, vacationing, and it was great. Y'all should really take and use y'all's vacation. It is there for a reason. You've earned it. I'm still trying to figure out who decided that a year, a year's work is only a week of vacation. That's interesting to me. So I give y'all all of these weeks and y'all give me one back. That's crazy. Anywho, we're not complaining. We're very grateful and thankful because there's a lot of people out here that wish they had a job and they don't. So we're grateful, but I'm just, I just, my question is, how are they calculating it? That's it. How are you calculating my worth? Hmm? Hmm? That's it. Moving on. I was on a lovely walk the other day after my beautiful vacation and a thought hit me out the blue. And I think it was the Holy Spirit. We're going to get a little personal here. It was about justice. Now, I'm pretty sure at least, if not all, the people listening have been through something traumatic, something that has hurt them deeply, whatever the case may be. You have been through something where someone has hurt you and you wanted to get vengeance, you needed justice, whatever the case may be, and you didn't get it. Something you wanted, looked for and searched for and just felt essentially from any personally just speaking, you just felt like you weren't worth you weren't worth it. You weren't worth the sorry. You weren't worth the person suffering the consequences of their actions. In a sense, it's almost like if they don't suffer or if you don't get justice, then what they did was okay. It dismisses your feelings and how you are processing everything. You are pushed to the side. Personally, that's what it feels like for me. So as I'm walking and I'm in just these thoughts come and go from time to time. Sometimes they stay a little too long and I invite it to sit down and have tea with me. And, you know, tea usually turns into a couple of days and a couple of days usually turns into weeks. And then before you know it, I've gained weight because I'm just sitting around thinking about this thought. and there's been no benefit to it. So today on this particular day, not today, but on this particular day when I was walking and the idea of justice came to my head, it put me at pause. Um, it put me at pause. One thing I love about the Lord, he really gets in your business. He gets in your spirit. He gets in your soul, which is why I say when you, you know, you got enemies and stuff, just pray. Because God know how to deal with folks because he deals with you. He deals with me. And today, on this particular day, I felt some kind of way. But I also felt a sense of you're right, like immediately. Like, I don't like that. But okay, I'll take it. Like, you're absolutely right. <laughs> I've been wanting justice. I've been actually searching to see and checking if justice has been served. 
you know, I've, I've kind of been in a way obsessed with knowing I've been avenged. I have calmed down a lot because I felt like, well, it's just not going to happen. You know, and I keep trying to remind myself that God's going to take care of me. He is the king of, you know, avenging us. Justice is his, yada, yada, yada. Give it to him. And I do say these things. And at the moment, I do truly believe them. But again, when those thoughts visit, I it's almost like I forget what I just said. We've all been there. We've all been there. Don't judge me. What if I told you you'll never see it? What if I told you you'll never see it? You'll never get the satisfaction of seeing your enemy go down, but only finding joy and fulfillment and knowing God will and has fought for you and won. What if I told you you'll never see it? Gosh, Lee, that hit me because it's like, but I want to. To a degree, I felt like I was on display. Why can't his punishment be on display to me? You know, that's how I feel. So for this to be like, I got you, but you won't see it. What? Why though? (laughs) I don't know how many times God has avenged me. And I think in some cases, the way he avenges us looks different but we don't know. A lot of times we, the thing has happened, time has passed, we have moved on and completely forgot about it. And he probably even did it way before we got to that point or maybe way after. We don't know. To me personally, and I know whoever's listening feels like this is definitely unfair. It's unfair to not be able to see justice being served. In a sense, not being able to see the criminal get the death penalty, you know, see that person get locked up for years, see them, whatever price you want them to pay, you won't be able to see it. We feel entitled to see the end result. But the truth is, the very heavy truth is, justice does not heal you. Justice does not heal you. Jesus heals you. I don't think he even wants us to find comfort and satisfaction and peace in justice. He wants to be our peace. He wants to be what satisfies us. He wants to be the comforter, not justice. That really checks me because here it is. I'm looking and in a, in a way, I'm checking God's work to see if he's doing what he has promised. And he, he said, you know, what he said he'll do for me, for, his, for his, his people. And I'm not seeing a result. But what if I never see it? What if I never see it? Will I still find comfort in knowing and believing and trusting in God that he has taken care of me, avenged me, healed me? We live in this world where people get canceled just for creating the slightest discomfort. And it honestly, personally, it annoys me so much how quick people are prosecuted over the the smallest things. And yes, the smallest things, because a person has an opinion. These people are just like, okay, your career's over. And I'm like, here it is. 
I told the truth. I pled my case. I had the evidence and I still was told, oh, not enough probable cause. What? But people's lives can be destroyed because somebody's feelings get hurt. I'm bothered by this culture that we live in because I'm like, yo, it's only easy when somebody's feelings is hurt, but not when somebody's life is destroyed. What is the problem? What's, what is the problem? Y'all, what's going on? Huh? Because not only were my feelings hurt, but everything else was hurt. I'm hurt. Why, do I, why can't just get somebody canceled like that? I deem that as not fair. What about me? You know, I get that what about me mentality which is selfish, but it, it it's appropriate. We live in this world that allows people to get canceled just because they create the slightest discomfort. You hurt their feelings in private, you know, they go public with it and humiliate you publicly. And then, you know, on several occasions, this destroys people's lives, their livelihood. Their income stops because you had your butt hurt because you had, because somebody has standards on how they're going to run their business and what they're not going to allow somebody's feelings get hurt. And then all of what they've worked for years for down the drain, because somebody's feelings got hurt. This world, this culture says we want justice. And now, and we want the front row seats to it. God says, peace doesn't live there. Peace, comfort, joy, all of the characteristics that we think we will get from justice don't live there. It is a microwave satisfaction. It is a a quick little breeze of fresh air when we need it. It's not long lasting. Yes, cool. You're just, you know, you've destroyed that person's livelihood, you know, a couple of years, whatever the case may be, but your feelings still get hurt when the next person says it. Your feelings still get hurt when the other person says it. The issue isn't resolved at all. You're just going to keep destroying people's lives because your feelings are hurt. But what if I told you, you won't see justice? God's timing, his ways are always perfect. He's never late. And we also need to remember he's not on our timing. There's there's been times I've tried to rush the justice that I so deserve. But that's not my job. My job, if I am a Christ follower and I believe in God has complete control and access to everything in my life, then there's nothing I need to be doing that's outside of my control. I did my job. I brought it, told the truth, gave the evidence. The outcome wasn't the one I desired at all. Not even a little bit. But that doesn't mean I go and rush it and try to try to dig as deep as I can, tooth and nail to get this. God got me. There's a reason that I didn't get to see it. I don't know what that reason is. I don't know what that reason is. But I have to find comfort, peace, and satisfaction in the fact that 
God has me. We can't say, God, I trust you, but let me go see if you did it or not. You don't trust him then. You can't check his work and trust him at the same time. Checking his work shows you didn't trust him. Finding out later when you are in this blissful, nice relationship with the Lord, you, you, your mind not even on this anymore. And then you find out, you know, and then your response to finding out is going to be completely different. In fact, it's going to look like God because that's where you have settled. That's where you found your comfort. You're either going to say, well, God bless. Thank you, Lord, for, you know, justice. Thank you, Lord. Versus me, because I know I was going to act a plum fool. Plum fool. I was like, I was going to be like, yeah. I was going to post it everywhere. Told you, you know, got him. You going to jail now. But that's not the case. That's not the case. That's not how it went down. But God. But God. The most powerful thing we can do is bring it to God. And sometimes we scare too. And let me tell you, I've been in the situation where I, I didn't think I can bring certain things to God. That's a lie. Don't let the enemy tell you that. Oh, well, you're not supposed to be doing that no way. So you can't bring that to God because he ain't going to listen. If I don't care if you went and robbed a bank today. Okay. Bring it to God. I don't care if you punch somebody in the face. If you did, you did something just beyond foul, cut somebody's brakes, you take it to God. Okay. And he, he'll deal with it. He'll deal with you accordingly. And you know what? He might surprise us. You never know. You don't know. You don't know unless you bring it to God. You don't know. Now, will y'all all be probably prosecuted? We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> But this is a character building thing. So when anytime we're having an issue, whether we're being hurt or we we in the wrong, one's in the wrong, bring it to God. Do not hesitate. Because he don't care. He's just enthralled and he just loves that we want to come to him. That's it. The character building in all of this and understanding that justice is something you may not even see is knowing that he will take care of it and declaring it is already done, leaning on his promises that he will not leave us nor forsake us. Pray God's word back to him. And this is something I want to get in a habit of doing. But in order for me to do that, I have to be heavy in my word. Like I read the Bible, but I need what I need to do challenge wise is lean and study a scripture that captures me study that one scripture and I think in my head I'm like if I study one scripture I'm not going to get through the bible as fast as I want to it's not a race we're not reading it as many times as we can we are trying to have it tattooed on our hearts so that we can proclaim it and walk around with it so when the enemy tries it we can whip out our sword and handle him him, him right on up. Cause I don't know why he thought today was a day to do that. Excuse you. Get back in line. So I'm going to leave y'all with that. What if we don't get to see the justice? Will you be, will you be able to allow God to comfort you and not justice? Will you be able to live at peace with God and not justice? 
And keep in mind, these people probably might not ever see the fruits of they of they um they spirit until Jesus returns. And a little convicting thing in me is, you know, the deeper I grow into the Lord, I'm starting to feel more grace. <laughs> I'm starting to feel more grace for the situation. And I feel like it's inappropriate. I feel like I should not feel an ounce of grace. But I have to remember, and we all have to constantly remind ourselves that it was all nailed to the cross. All of it. All of it. From zero to 100, from A to Z, it's on the cross. That was his grace for me. That was his grace for you. And although it is uncomfortable and it feels like it's inappropriate for me to even see grace, but I see it as part of me. One side is like, I need my justice. And the other side is, but this is also nailed to the cross. So if if it comes to a point where this situation on his end brings him closer to God, glory be his name. Because nothing is wasted. Nothing is wasted. No tears of ours wasted, no heartbreak, no trauma. None of that's wasted. God is always going to use that. He's going to use it. And there are some people walking around that don't even realize they did. But God may enlighten them, may show them who they are. Because essentially, as, as I'm walking with God, I'm understanding some of the things that I did was wrong. Even if it was just temp to me, you know getting somebody back, which I didn't, you know, recently realized that you can't even, well, not ghosting somebody just because, you know, you don't want to deal with them, but somebody has hurt you and you're just done with them. You just, you're done. You don't want them to reach out to you. None of that. Like that's also being, that's vengeance and vengeance is not ours. And we seek it constantly. We seek to be avenged for other people's wrongs. However, as I'm, as I've been walking, I've been noticing like destiny, this wasn't kind. Maybe if you would have had the conversation with the person, maybe the bridge wouldn't have burned at all, but it, you know, we would have both looked at what was wrong with the bridge to begin with and began to build it and fix it, make the repairs. But I just be ready to leave. I just be ready to leave real quick. I sense a threat, I'm gone. I'm gone. But that's also trying to control situations that I don't have control over. And, you know, in my defense, I'm like, well, obviously I don't have control over them. I have control over me. So it's just better for me to leave. Now grow up, stay in the situation, have the adult conversations. Yo, I don't like the way this feels. I don't like the way you talk to me like this. When you do this, it seems, have the conversation. Have the conversation because you can't run away all the time. You're dealing with difficult people at work. Where are you going to run to? You going to quit? You going to quit because somebody hurt your feelings? Stupid. You about to lose your benefits for, for your feelings hurt? Hush. Hush. Hush now. My baby. So we we have to grow up. Have the hard conversations. Stick it out because you're going to be in a situation where you can't run away. 
You can't. You got to show face. Be like, look, I got to look at this person probably for the next couple of years. How are we going to make it better? You figure it out. You figure it out. And what I've read in these personal health books and leadership books is when you're having a diff- an issue with somebody who is difficult, the best way to deal with it is to work closely with them. And I just cringed. <laughs> but it makes sense because if you're trying to keep peace because of your job or you're trying to make it run smoothly or you're just like, this person isn't going away. So I got to figure out a way to just make this work. It all works out. We got to grow up. We have to grow up. So through your journey, you may find out that, you know, oh, that was country coming out of my mouth. You may find out that, yes, people have wronged you, but it doesn't define you. It doesn't hold you back. It doesn't have control over you. It doesn't live there. Don't let it live there. It's here to visit for a reason. But ha- don't let, hey, you pass due, boo. It's time to move out. There are seasons, and a lot of us just stay in seasons for four seasons. You shouldn't be in winter for four seasons. Winter is winter for the times it is winter. You move on to the next season. Let the season have its moment, and you move on. It's got to go, boo. It's got to go. Does not dismiss your feelings. In fact, it helps you. Because, yes, your feelings are hurt. They're fragile. They're important. Your feelings matter but you don't want to sit and be sappy in your feelings and not move and be who God has called us to be. We don't want to do that. We don't want hurt feelings to keep us from a mansion that's for for us. You have hurt feelings in the mansion later. Right now, get let's get up. Get up. You might not see this. You have to be okay with that. Find peace and trust God that he going to take care of you no matter what, no matter what it might look like. You good. He got you. The debt was paid. Okay. And the truth about all of this is the person who wronged you decides that, you know what, Jesus, I wronged somebody. I'm giving my life to you. Hey, he's going to take care of it. But it's not our job to keep checking God to see if his promise has been fulfilled. You either trust him or you don't. With that being said, I have to pee. So y'all have a great day. Thank you. (laughs) 